Alright guys, for the next few episodes we got something a little bit different. I took the studio mobile and uh, there's a thing called the KC Game Con, the Kansas City Gaming Convention I guess. And uh, a little while ago on Twitter I saw some guy that said, hey, I'm the official photographer for KC Game Con. And I looked for the people that were running it and it was like at KC Game On at the... Uh, I think it was Twitter is where I did it. And I says, uh, just threw it out there. I was like, hey, can I be the official podcaster of Casey GameCon? Just kind of throwing it out there. And <clears throat> worst, they can say, worst thing they could say is no. And uh, he actually shot me back and said, uh, yeah, actually, that's a really good idea. Let's uh, do something like that. And uh, they were kind enough and set me up a booth and free access. And um, it was a really cool experience uh i was able to do two days there uh you can check all the videos on youtube uh you know neander talk podcast uh on youtube and see all the videos of all, all these episodes uh, it was a lot of fun it was really interesting and um so for the next six episodes you'll hear like background noise because we're at this convention you'll hear people getting excited and screaming because they're playing video game tournaments against each other uh it was uh it was a really interesting time and you guys are going to get to uh kind of experience it through the podcast all different kinds of guests cosplay actors and actresses um a physical therapist a esports head coach an 11 year old girl i mean uh twitch streamer i mean it's a lot of fun fun guests good conversations uh i'm going to go ahead and release them as quickly as i can most of them are up on YouTube already. Uh, sorry, it's taking me a little bit longer to get it on the audio side. But uh, we're here now. And so about the next six episodes, you are going to hear uh, they're not the normal podcast because, uh, we, you know, we went to uh, the gaming convention. But uh, after that, we'll be back in studio with some more great guests. I've got some awesome guests lined up. I'm really excited where the podcast is going. I'm excited to get through December and uh, to start 2019 hitting the podcast hardcore. Uh, thank you guys all for following me. Uh, thank you for subscribing. I hope you guys are uh, enjoying it as much as I am doing this. Uh, we're going to keep this train rolling. And without any further ado, here is my first episode from Casey GameCon with JT Displays. Uh, he is a uh, a cosplay player. He dresses up uh, as different video game characters and stuff. Or <clears throat> jo Jeff Goldblum, he sometimes does. And uh, he also does uh, esports commentating. So, you know, like basketball and football and all the sports have commentators. Well, esports, which is, uh, you know, video games, they have these tournaments where they're playing against each other and they have commentators. And uh, he also does that. It's called shout casting sometimes. Uh, so learn about this whole world of shoutcasting and cosplay, and this was a really fun episode, and uh, JT Displays. Here we go. Time for Neanderthalks. Neanderthalks podcast. Podcast is always in my head. Listen to Check one, check two. How's check that one. sound? Sound a lot better, yeah. Like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. 
All right. Well, hello. My name's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Josh from JT Displays. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I uh, I have a podcast. Obviously, that's what this is. All right. It is a just random, um, just a podcast where I have random people on in my studio. All right. And uh, I wanted to just try and branch out and try something different. Uh-huh. And that's what brings me here. I just asked the people that run the show here. I was like, hey, can I be uh, the quote unquote official podcaster of this event? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. So here I am. And I'm trying to get guests on to just kind of see what this whole deal is and what, what's going on. And you, you're you a, a cosplay player, but and then also this uh, an esports announcer, a caster. Yeah, yeah. So um, so what I like to do uh, in my free time is, you know, I do, I do like to do dress up the cosplay. So from anything from Newt's Commander, um, from Fantastic Beasts, where to find him. Uh, I have a Count Olaf from uh, A Series of Unfortunate Events. I kind of draw a little bit more inspiration from the book. Uh, a little bit from Jim Carrey's uh, oh, version yeah. of it, and a little bit more from uh, Neil Patrick Harris's version of it as well. <laughs> uh, I also do like Milo Thatch from Atlantis. So I try to find those characters that aren't. Oh, yeah, Milo Thatch from Atlantis. That's okay. You you have that picture on. You have a is that your picture that's in your in your program? Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, no. That one that one's actually uh, taken when when I was at work, but uh, it's actually on my business card here. Um, so uh, you, you've seen the Disney movie Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Can I have this? Yeah, absolutely, sure. Nice. My, okay, I didn't know who that was. Now that you say it, I'm like, totally. Yeah, exactly. Totally. It's, it's one of those things, like, I love characters that they're like, wait, do I recognize it? Oh, and that, that moment of realization. Right, right. They're like, oh, my gosh, I love that character. It's like, thank you. That's what I try to do. It's kind of bring a little bit of smile there. Right. And then eventually I just like, you know, I also really enjoy playing video games. So I was like, all right, what can I do to, like, you know, um, try to share my, you know, See, and, and I really enjoy the watching esports uh, video games as well. And at that point, it just kind of became like, all right, these guys, I see they have a, a, a duplicate, a, a thing that can be duplicated, can be replicated, um, and, they ha- and they find success th- through that. Um, so, you know, try to put my own brand on it, spin mm-hmm. on it there, um, and just kind of, you know, trying to make my product look as professional as possible right. at, at, at still a very amateur budget. <laughs> I mean, that's how we start out, right? Yeah, exactly. How long you been doing the cosplay type thing? Uh, I would say this is probably my second or third year I've really gotten gotten heavy into it. My first cosplay, um, I did a uh, Doctor Deadpool, so a little bit mix of the tenth Doctor from Doctor Who, and with a Deadpool mask as well. Um, and then from that, you know, like I just anything that I am, I'm a big fan, uh, big part of the fandom of. Right. I just try to find something for it, and I've always got. There's always more on the list than ever gets done. Really, like I wanted to do three more by Planet Comic Con, which is in March of next year, um, which you know include like uh, the the, the grand the grandmaster, you know, Jeff Goldblum, right? and, and oh, I could see you doing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, and tr- trust me, it freaks out my girlfriend all the time. Like she's just like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Ooh, I like that. I like the Jeff Goldblum. We could do always the Jurassic Park Goldblum or the yeah. the Fly. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum's done some good things, man. That guy is he hilarious. Is. And 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 he has a very distinct way of speaking as well. That you know, just trying to find that like as soon as you get that that candor and 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 the pitch and the frequency and and the, the little you know you know idiosyncrasies. Cadence of it. Yeah, yeah, cadence exactly. And just all of a sudden, it, it like people. And it, he also does like those things with his face too. He does a lot of facial facial movements when mm-hmm. he talks too like like he's always trying to you know what i mean like, like he's concerned and fascinated yeah about everything it's just, it's just it, what, what is this little thing right here it's just, 
Oh, that what what? Is, that's phenomenal. I love that. <laughs> so it, it, it's 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 very about like trying to get into character with everything, and it it's a lot of fun, especially yeah. when people like like recognize and just it right. brings a lot of the smiles. Yeah. How did you get into cosplay? Like it's just like you were just were you like an actor growing up, like in school or anything? Or honestly, uh, the, the first my first acting really thing was with the Kansas City Renaissance Festival back in two thousand and twelve. Okay. Yeah, 2012, 2013 ish. Um, yeah, 2012. That's what it was. Um, so I was actually a, a, a dancer for, uh, and a and a character, a lane character for them, um, and I kept that character for about two years. Then moved on to another character with them, um, and in between then, you know, I've played um, through that same director. I had done Christmas specials, uh, Christmas plays with uh, actually as Frank James uh, at historical, you know, like, yeah. you know Jesse James' brother. Um, so um, that's cool. Yeah, and so it, it, it's it's these things that it slowly kind of developed, and I just had a yeah. Uh, I was able to adapt to it quickly, and and kind of uh, just grew yeah. and grew and grew. This whole I've never seen any cosplayers in my life. All this right. is brand new to me. Like all like I've seen these these girls over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever they are. I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Was it nine? There's nine gals over there, all in uh. The same outfit, knee highs, uh, mini skirt, and black shirt, and funky hair, like Japanime chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime. So, yeah, an anime. anime. Anime is, yeah. Uh, also known as Japanimation, but we've, you know, I think anime is kind of getting more into the uh, full culture. Uh, you know, it's a bit more accepted as the widely accepted term for that. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, um, that's, you know, the group cosplays, you know, that's always fun to watch and see. Because I always like, oh, man, we should all get, like, like, uh, like Akita at, like, for, like, uh, uh, Atlantis and get like a, the full you know oh, right, party. Right. Um, like a friend of mine wants to be mole. And he's the one like. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, like get, get one guy as, as sweet, the doctor. Um, but uh, yeah, the, and it, finding group play cosplays is just it's like especially ones um, like the guys that uh, there's Ibot, which is the Iron Brotherhood of Topeka, and they, it's like a group of brothers. Um, their dad dresses up as Stan Lee, and oh, cool. and, and these two brothers uh, they actually have. Uh, like an Iron Man and a, and a War Machine, and these are hunking huge. Like these costumes are probably, I want to say, uh, seven or eight feet tall. Holy cow! How much yeah. do you think they weigh? Oh goodness! Uh, they, they can only do like maybe half a day inside the costumes, right. uh, like because they have a little bit of stilts and everything. But like it clanks every time they walk, and they have, cool. And it it really brings like, and and there's some guys that do like really great with 3D printing uh, armor. Some have like Warbler foam armor. And those armor, and, and some have like leather, like, and there's so many of them in, in the cosplay community. They either they're making their own stuff, um, they you know whether it be armor to. That's like, probably part of the the appeal of it is is come is not only just using your imagination to come up with a character, but then to actually put your heart and soul into building everything, everything about it. Like this is uh, th I'm gonna build my own outfit. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I can see. Why people get into that? It absolutely is like me. I don't have an artistic bone in my body, um, so I just try to support my friends that do. But like, 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 I, I just you know see characters that I think I would, I would be good uh, looking at and being able to portray, or, or and if not, just characters that I'm very passionate about. Like I want to see this being brought to life. Yeah. Um, and I, so I find the my friends that can actually do that for me to help help me achieve that. I think you're selling yourself short. I think you're extremely artistic. <laughs> There's different kinds of art. You might not be able to draw or sew or whatever. You know, might, might maybe do something artistic like that or creative like that, but you're definitely artistic in the sense of acting and, and putting together these characters and, and pulling it off. 
and putting your own thing together. Like you made, the, I mean, you, that was your, your this creation was the Milo. That was yeah. your creation. I mean, that's artistic. Uh, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And and I, and I will say like, um, I, and I I do enjoy the acting part of thing. I was just uh, my most recent acting uh, gig uh, was it's called Nevermore Nights. Is a Halloween production of uh, Edgar Allan Poe's like poems being brought to life. And I was the the MC. I was Edgar Allan Poe. I had this whole big mustache and everything. Uh, it took me a month to grow because I cannot grow facial hair. Did you have a, raven, a little pet raven on your shoulder? Too? No, actually, um, what it was, it was basically like welcoming people into the mind of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. And, and they're, that were portraying these these poems, like bringing them right. to life. And he then, was pretty dark. Oh, yes. He was dark. Mm-hmm. And just like seeing him slowly get more and more unhinged as the play went on. That sounds really good. It, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun there. Actually, it's not, is that over with? It, it is. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, for. It was like two weekends out at the uh, Renaissance Festival. They do a, a, a Halloween show um, every every year. So that was the, That was that. It was, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was good. Yeah. L- good cast there. So could um, did anybody record it? Like, could anybody watch that on YouTube or anything? I got a feeling. Um, like I, I remember specifically, explicitly saying, uh, no recording of this of any kind. So really, like but a, I mean, like maybe. The people that ran the show, they didn't want to record it and put it up? Um, the owner is a bit... How do I put this? Uh, hmm. The owner has a very certain way he wants things to be done. Okay. Uh, so Sure. So, particular. So, so, so if there is a recording out there, I, I have no idea. So and, and maybe, you know... It, it is what it is. So Do they do that same play every year? No. Every year okay, it's going to be see, something different. Okay, see, that's what... That wouldn't make sense to me. Like I would think that re- record it and then get it on out there mm-hmm. after after you guys are all done after yeah. the season's over. The, whatever the how, two weeks you said it was. Yeah. So after the two weeks, throw it up there, and people will like it and see it, and then come back next year. Oh, I want to see something cool. It's just good free advertising, and then I want to watch it. It's, you described it, and it sounds really cool. I would love to watch that. And it's too bad I can't go on YouTube and check that out. As a, you're, you're not you're not wrong, and uh, like and the thing about that show too, it like changed almost every single day because it was it was it was a dinner theater as well. Um, oh, cool. So, so yeah, so um, and I think the reason they might do that is since it is kind of rooted with the Renaissance Festival and kind of meant to t- take you back to the old you know old, old time. They kind of want to have that immersion of it, and possibly don't want to necessarily you like. Because you're right, I think it, you know, like maybe they might feel it cheating. It cheats, and that's the weird thing about live uh, theater as well. Is like a lot of it isn't recorded, right? And unfortunately, that does limit it to the people who can actually afford to go see live theater. Yeah, uh, and a lot of things like that's that's a criticism a lot of people have of Broadway. Um, like you know, a lot of Broadway plays, like Hamilton. I would love to see Hamilton. Yeah, I don't got money for Hamilton. How much does I, Hamilton cost? Oh my goodness! Uh, like Broadway, I I don't even want to like I want I want to say. Probably sixty a night at the low end. Sixty dollars. I, like I have no idea. Like uh, just because like I've never even a vision actually be able to get to afford to go to. How bad of a seat would that sixty dollars seat be? Like is it, is a bad seat still a decent enough seat? Like um, when when I saw the uh, Book of Mormon uh, come through Kansas City, right? Uh, we had one one of the um, uh, like I think that w- that was a traveling show, and I think our seats are around fifty five a person. Um, and we were definitely in the upper echelons of, of the theater there. Yeah. And from that, you can see the movement pieces. You can see things moving around. You can't really see the, the, the actors' faces as much. Right. And so um, some of that you have to, like, kind of believe, like, like, like 
make up in your own mind like what what you think that their their face is trying to convey yeah. the, their emotions okay there. so everything has to be much more expressed and they did a, a good job of it but mm-hmm. uh, I you know I would definitely say you know th- when you are close to the to the stage you definitely get a more sense a more immerse, immersive feel right okay yeah 50 55 bucks yeah. was it good was it worth it uh, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed Book of Mormon. That was a I've heard that's a really good one. I'd it, love to see it. I've heard it's hilarious. It is not for the faint of heart. I'd say it's, well, not, it's, it's not for the ones that are going to be, uh, you know, verklempt about everything. That was a uh, Trey pa- Parker and Matt Stone, right? Yes, the, yeah. the guys that created uh, South, South Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people know that going in, they kind of know what to expect, mm-hmm. for the most part. What, did you see anybody that was shocked by the material that was presented in that? No, but um, I also know that you know typically a lot of like, um, uh, I can't say typically because yeah, that's a very broad generalization. So, but sure. uh, I know the the folks that I know that enjoy theater typically are on the more uh, you know you know okay with the, a, a lot of different things and like you know even you know politically they have a, a certain tilt to them, um, but. Like I said, I can't say that's you know the thing for everybody. So I always try to be like as moderate as possible. Say this might not be for everybody right. because it very much probably isn't for everybody. Sure. Wow. Yeah, I do want to see that one. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never really gone to any like big plays. My grandfather was a playwright. Oh, really? And he he uh, directed. I mean, he's he's eighty five now, and he still does plays in like the old person's home okay yeah i mean he writes and directs everything he acted so i grew up around it and i did i did one play and i was in junior high but it was a high school play and i played a fairly major role in it it was a lot of fun very cool very cool yeah i was a robot all right yeah it was a play called r-u-r so i don't know if that's it's, it's probably a very obscure story all right. Uh, obscure play, as many plays are, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was an interesting. It was like a really futuristic one where robots came to life, and I remember I got to stab somebody with a knife and, nice. and kill him in the back, and yeah, it was it was a, it was a good time. Get like, some blood packs going. No, it was, no. Was, I wish we would. That would have been a good. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, that that's the thing about those uh, Halloween shows is like I always have to try to find my way to avoid blood packs spurting everywhere. Yeah, like that's it, um, it's it's uh, advertised as like the feast of blood. So if there isn't blood. People get upset. It's like, what? I was supposed to be in the splash zone. Where's the <laughs> like, like it's them come with like you know tarps that you know or like, like Gallagher. Like basically, essentially, both like uh, fake blood, like which is like cornstarch right. and food coloring and like water. So, so. Do you remember the comic? Oh, yeah. Gallagher with mm-hmm. the, the watermelon, watermelon smashing in the first couple rows would have like the rain jackets or the ponchos on or something. It's a it's a very it's a not too dissimilar experience. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I bet you'd have to. Uh, guys should do like a kill bill type thing man <laughs> packets just flying off left and right that'd be one of those need to make sure we get rights for that though so because that, that's the first important thing is make sure you get you know rights to things so oh i don't think about that yeah i need to think about that if i'm gonna get more serious yeah so, and okay i want to talk to you about a little bit about that and then you were also mentioned something you're a caster an yes. e an e-caster can you explain for the people that are unschooled on my podcast uh, so what what an e-caster is so uh casters are basically they are your narrators. They are the ones that are describing the actions uh, for esports, and there are a numerous amount number of esports out there, um, from CS:GO, which is Counter Strike um, Global Offensive, you know, pr- usually known as C- CS:GO. It's, it's another. It's a video game. It's a first-person shooter type video game that you work in group uh, in squads of I think four or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, bl- you know, Call of Duty Black Ops Four is now big on the um, scene as well. 
We also have, um, you know, fr from later today, I'll be casting the Overwatch tournament. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also have, excuse me, Fortnite. Uh, is now That's the big one, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's kind of like the, the, Everybody the, the taking it. the global phenomenon. That I, is I'm hooked on it. Mm -hmm. I, I've been, yeah, I've, I've been playing for over a year now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love Fortnite. You, you like it? Uh, you get, get that victory royale yet? Yeah, but... Okay. Not many of them. Uh, it's, like, it's more than me, because like, I'm still waiting for my first one. Okay. Like, like, it's been a couple seasons since I've played it, but yeah. like, I was like, oh, man, this is a fun game. I can't build... For <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, that's the, that's the trick, right? It's all about building. Yeah. Build, build, build. So, so basically, esports, basically for layman's terms, is video games. Yes, yes, and um, and th there are some. There's pushes uh, to possibly get uh, certain esports titles, uh, possibly in the Winter Olympics, because there aren't as many winter sports in the Winter Olympics as there are in the summer games. Good time to play uh, video games is in the winter time. Exactly, and it's and it's it's an all it's an all year round sport. Right. Um, you know, and just like other sports, you do see. You know, people have peaks and valleys in their uh, like. I liken it very similar uh, because I'm a huge cycling fan. And oh, cool! Yeah, and c cycling and soccer, and you can definitely see when um, in cycling somebody's on form. You know, he, he's like you know at the top from the attack there, and you can definitely see with esports too. These athletes are you know they they, they train and sometimes you know they, they'll have a bad day, um, and they'll just be like completely off their game, and yeah. the next thing they're just popping off, boom, yeah. boom, boom, kill after kill, or um, with Rocket League. Uh, that's that, that's probably my my favorite esport. That's of all that time. soccer game with cars. Yes. Um, so yes. Yeah, so, so car soccer. Car um, soccer. Yeah. There, there's also <laughs> a, a hockey hockey mode inside that game as well. Um, so cars with with pucks. Um, which, which one's better? Um, honestly, I like them both. Like the puck, you can get some like really weird pinches off the ground. Okay. And it goes zipping by like <laughs> uh, like in, in game. At the, it, with the Unreal Engine, it can clock it up to like 107 miles an hour. Okay, you know, going to that goal. Right. Um, so you can get some really crazy uh, fast. It gets really fast, and if you're not, uh, it, and it's it's easy to pick up, but it has a high uh, skill ceiling there. Yeah. And at the very top of the league, you know, you see these guys uh, coming up off the wall, off off the wall onto the ceiling, dropping down, and then like getting a flip reset, which basically they get all their wheels onto the puck or the or the ball, and it allows them to flip again. Right onto it, so it gives more power and throw these weird angles uh, onto goal there, and it's like insane. You look and it's like, how? Yeah. Like and and you're just marveling. It's like, oh, that's really cool, and oh, I want to you know figure out how I can actually get to that level there. Okay, yeah, that's definitely a skill set. Yes. It's funny people don't think about that. They think, oh, you're just playing video games. What's that? Mm -hmm. It's like anybody can do that. But then when you look at a high level, there are high level gamers. And it is. They're on a whole other level. It's like they can learn how to do these things that you look at and you're like, how, how, how did you learn how to do that? I want to learn that skill. It really is a skill. Mm -hmm. And at the elite level, they are pulling in um, like a, a monetary value like very similar yeah. to, uh, to other athletes, you know, to the more traditional athletes there. Um, because you see them like uh, Rocket League just recently finished up. I'm going to use that as, a, as a main example um, with a $1 million pot. Oh, um, nice. And the only reason they put a $1 million pot is because they think that that, that uh, specific number is sustainable. You look at League of Legends, you know, they have, you know, millions of dollars going into that uh, Dota 2, um, which is a, a, a Steam game. Like, I don't know much about it, but I do know there's a lot of money going into Dota 2 right. as well. And um, it's, it's um, th there's a lot of different, you know, there's a different type of game. Um, and a lot of them are competitive. Even Super Smash Brothers uh, Brawl <laughs> and, and like uh, for, on, on the Nintendo, that's right. that's got a competitive scene. Uh, fighting games like you know those have always been huge. Yeah, always been huge. And and they still have a competitive scene, and there's still money to be made if you're really good at it. And it, it's it's something that there's a stigma about. It. It's like uh, it it it's it's not real. Like 
they can do things that I can't. And yeah. Like it's it's unfortunate that, that isn't recognized as a skill and a talent by a, a large majority of people. Uh, but I think you are going to start seeing it's that slowly type coming trend. around. You know, it's just it's slowly people are starting to see it more. And and now when you see people like Ninja on the cover of ESPN, mm -hmm. it's getting it out there more to like the people that think thought of it as a joke. And still, a lot of people probably still do like older generations. Yeah. But it's just like as the younger generations move in, it's becoming more accepted and gaining more momentum. It's like, yeah, this is acceptable. I mean, I'm I'm 39. I got two kids. Mm -hmm. And then if 11 years, my oldest wants to say like, hey, dad, uh, I've really I really dig this Twitch. I'm really been coming into streaming. I'm doing really good. I think that's what I want to do. I don't know if I want to go to college. I've gained a good following here. I'd be like, let's let's do what we have to do to get you to do that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, it's but yeah, but the people that I think, but, but I'm weird in that generation. I think more people my age might be a little bit more hesitant. Yeah, and and and, and you're that's you, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I was kind of kind of bring up is that as there are more young people, you know, that it becomes more socially acceptable because right. it's something that they've grown up around. Yeah, um, and you see the people that aren't maybe necessarily at the elite level. But they are entertaining, and that's where the, the other streamers come in. Like, you know, you're still Mountain 64, you're Ninja. You know, they're, they're really good uh, players. They're really, 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 really good. Uh, but they're also very entertaining. You know, yeah. They engage with their, with their audience mm -hmm. there. They're, they, they're able to kind of communicate and, like, say, hey, I, you know, I want to, you know, and they, and they want to make sure that they're, with, with their sponsorships, that they, they're getting sponsorships that yeah. their audience would benefit from. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I, I've, my whole podcast began because of Twitch. Oh, really? Really. Like, I used to stream uh, poker. Okay. And um, and then I started messing around with doing little podcasts. On, uh, instead of doing, like, I would still play poker, but then I would just have, like, a cheap. I had, like, the the, the blue ice ball oh, mic microphone. Yeah, yeah. And I had a card table with a white tablecloth on it and just dicking around. You yeah. know what I mean? And then now, but that's what that's what launched this whole podcast now was Twitch. Like, I love Twitch. Uh-huh. Um, and I've been watching it for years. And, yeah, I was in the poker, which I mainly watch a lot of poker. And that's kind of got a really cool community because mm -hmm. it's a smaller community. And everyone really helps out each other. Like, they, they support each other. They're always, really? uh, uh, what do you call it, when they crash, you know, like, uh, host. They host each other all the time. They're promoting each other all the time. It's a really cool Especially the American streaming community, poker community. Really? Yeah, it's really cool because there's not huh. a ton of them. And poker, it's in a gray zone in the legal aspects. Yeah. <sighs> See that? It's legal, but it's illegal for banks to deal with. It, it's a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to But so it's not as big as it could be because it's not regulated like it is in Canada. Canada, okay. you can play on a on a poker site, which has millions and millions and millions of, of people on there. All right. In America, we're not allowed to access those sites, so that we we're limited to just a couple sites with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Okay. Still kind of a big pool, but yeah. not it's not worldwide, and so the American streamers are smaller than like the Canadian streamers because they've got every. It's just a it's a different dynamic. But it's really cool to see the streamers in that community. What's the gaming community like? Do they help each other out a lot? Like, will they cross, cross promote and hang out with each other and, and like support each other, retweet, uh, all that stuff? I think it's um, 
it, it, it kind of depends on per, on person to person, to be honest. Um, there are those, and, and I think part of that comes down to you know personality. Um, sure. You have to find you know if you find somebody that you, you really like, or you know, you know, for me it's like you know sometimes it's friends in real life that I find are successful. It's like hey, um, I want you know it's the same with the cosplay. It's like I want to collaborate with you. And um, others are like, you know, yeah, I don't think you're necessarily, you know, big enough Not for me big to really, enough, right. or or they think that they're they're bigger than, than it. and so it's it, it's it's really a, depends on person who you meet. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I, I always think that I'm never going to be as successful um, on my own uh, as I will be with you know, a, a group of friends. Like, right. You know, I'd rather you know if, if I'm going to be successful, I'd rather bring up my friends and let and, and right, exactly. let them share that success with me. Yeah. Um, but you know that's there's you know, it depends on from person to person. I yeah, the, the, the tide raises all ships. Yeah, that's my motto. I uh, yeah, I've, I'm constantly wanting to help people because I I don't have much to give, but what I do give, I'm happy to. And mm-hmm. and uh, even if it's just this platform, um, and it's just collaborating and getting to know people and just it's just fun to find cool people to it hang is. out with and just to to build with and, and grow. It's just it's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what more can you say about it? Yeah, and and are you are you local um, to to this area? Yeah, okay. I live in Liberty. Okay, where do you live? Um, I actually live over uh, in Zona Rosa, so like. The, oh, okay. So yeah, right this was yeah, this wasn't a bad drive for me, and I was like, oh yeah. man, this is great. This, this wasn't too bad for me <laughs> yeah. either. I didn't mind it. And and that's why I, I really like too is because like I'm finding myself, um, like, collaborating with a lot of people like locally here. Right. Um, like uh, like I just want to kind of give a shout out to uh, local legends. They're opening up. A uh, brick and mortar store on 39th uh, and Main Street, oh, so really? right in the heart of Kansas City there. Yeah, and uh, and it's gonna have like uh, 39th. I used to live in that area. Yeah, so I love yeah. it down there. What, so what is this place? So it's called Local Legends Gaming, and uh, there's gonna be an event space there. So they're gonna have like a lot of uh, wine and paints. Um, so people, where people like you know, right. or, or paint and sip um, events up there on the, on the second chicks, level. Chicks love doing that shit. Mm-hmm. They love it. Yeah, always in there bringing their bottles of wine and their girlfriends, and they're going to go paint. They love it. It's great. Also, it's a great you know date you know date night thing for a lot of couples. And what he was telling me, I think he's booked up to like March on like wow. Saturdays on those already. Yeah, good. Um, so that's so that's like really great for them. And then it's got like a ton of, um, it's got like you know your, your switches, your PS4s, your your uh, Xbox ones, and it's got you know a thing for like competitive uh, gamers if they want to scrim. Um, with their team uh, and like scrimmaging, so like, right. very, very similar like how you know other teams are like you know hey we're gonna te- this is like a practice but we want to kind of go as as hard as possible against one another right. very similar like you know traditional sports do and that's yeah. how you kind of improve yourself exactly um, so he has that uh, ability there and he's got the, the uh, infrastructure there right. he also says um, like I'll be part of his stream team so there's gonna be a room in the back where we can actually stream games from there um, from their uh, Twitch channel as well nice and they got he's got like four huge TVs hooked up. Uh, to different game consoles there on wow. with, with couches where you can like just, uh, come out and just like hang out and just like um, like it's gonna be like a great I think it's I think it's I love it. really geared to those uh, kids who are like maybe like kids how about adults too I ad- mean like, adults too but like I almost think like for that community for that area of Kansas City right uh, you're gonna have like it's it's something that's uh, if they're maybe not quite old enough to go to a, a bar right or or a club and hang out and it's just you just want to hang out with your friends. And you know, and and all your mom's like kicking you out, like right. or, or or whatever. It's like, hey, this is a nice, this is a safe spot. Um, we can kind of go and create friends and right. you know, just just play video games, chill, right. and, and meet new people. That's awesome. Local legends. Local legends gaming. Local legends gaming. Thirty ninth and Main. Mm-hmm. Thirty nine, oh. thirty three Main Street. 
Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. This, when does it open? I believe uh, next Saturday. Oh, nice. Is going to be is going to be the grand opening. So, okay. so I'll be I'll be on hand for that next next weekend. Fun. Okay, you were also okay. We were, let's get back to your casting. Yes. Okay. Keep going on about that. We we kind of discussed. We, I I've got ADHD. It's fine. Like I, <laughs> people that listen to my podcast, they know I always derail it at some point and veer off. But I, I always bring it back back to the casting. You're yeah. So explain uh, that and. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so basically, um, what, what I'm going to be doing is I have the uh, the software set up on my computer uh, where I can not only you know look into the games that are going to be uh, played by these two competitive teams. I'm also going to be kind of directing the camera angles from there and also okay. kind of describing you know what's happening to the layman. Are you um, like a play-by-play commentator? Basically, yes. And, wow. And um, color commentator. And I, I think I'm going to have uh, my friend Calcifer. Um, she'll be coming in and and helping me out with that because quite so there's frankly, two of you. I hope that's what I'm hoping. hoping. Um, like yeah, nothing stands out because she's also volunteering here at the con. Sure. Um, but if I, if I can have her, I, it's it's always better to have two voices because right, right. they have a different opinion and, and a different look on things and different experiences to, right. to draw from. Whereas you know, and plus it gives you a chance to take a drink of water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because otherwise it's just go 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 go. Absolutely. And it's like you know here they are on the point you know there here comes this ult out from you know the, this ultimate ability comes out from this character here. Um, what's that going to do for their d- enemy team? How are they going to counteract that? Is this going to wipe them out? Are they going to have to reset and try to group up at a different point and then a- attack that other, that their opponents at another point in time? Right. Wow. That's really interesting. That's an interesting gig. Mm-hmm. That's not many people think about going into commentate uh, sports casting. Basically, being yeah. a video game sports caster. It, it really is. I mean, yeah. So you call it e-caster? Is that what you? Uh, I would just say just just casting. Just caster. Yeah. Just casting. Because I don't. I think there needs to be a better word for it. Because when you say just casting, to, to layman's people, I don't like. Because me and or I'm an e-sports I'm, commentator. I'd I like say. I like e-sports commentator. Because mm-hmm. last night you told me when I first met you, you said you were casting, and I didn't exactly know what that was. I just thought you were a, a streamer. Yeah, so I, I just break people's legs, and then I just like <laughs> I get some plaster and just I, I cast it. Um, <laughs> nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, so I was, yeah, I like that esports commentator. Mm-hmm. Really cool. That's cool. And this is your outfit. You were telling me earlier. This yeah. is like the 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 getup that you guys all wear. Yeah, so uh, I've kind of noticed uh, with a lot of the uh, esports that I watch, most of them are very typically like it's a it's a nice dark suit, right. white uh, white button up shirt, no tie. It looks sharp. Uh, usually they have like some sort of lapel pin, so I don't have that. So I'm, so of yeah. course, so it, it denotes me as an amateur. <laughs> it's all right. Got to start out somewhere. Right. Who are some of the big casters that you kind of look up to or model yourself on or or get inspiration? Do you have any anybody like that? Yeah. In that world? So I, I would say um, to me, uh, Golden Boy. Um, is uh, they they usually go by their, uh, their their gamer tags um, or or however they will right um, so you know so yeah they uh, Golden Boy he he's been on both the like some of the Rocket League things but he's also really big on uh, the Overwatch circuit and he does, and like you'll you'll go to their Twitter and they'll say hey these are all the different things that I'm involved in here um, and like I really enjoy a lot of this streaming uh, the the commentating team that Rocket League and the Rocket League Championship Series the RLCS mm-hmm. has put together. Uh, from like I said, Wave Punk, uh, Findable Carpet has uh, like his first few seasons. He had this glorious beard, nice, and, and then he shaved it this past season, and I was still freaked out by that. Yeah, uh, but he has he has this like wonderful velvety baritone voice um, that's just you know able to you know and and him with uh, I think it's uh, Wave Punk there. Um, 
yeah, Caleb Sims. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's, those are three. And then um, there's a few uh, uh, commentators I follow over in the UK um, from Mega Shogun uh, to uh, Cool Cole 93 and uh, Stumpy Goblin. Um, <laughs> which, uh, like, and those two make up subpar button HD. Um, and like one of them has like a lazy eye, but like they're both, they, they just like talk so much smack to each other, but nice. they are very insightful. Um, and, and, they, but they, at the same time, they don't take themselves too seriously. They don't say, ah, oh, I'm this big guy. It's like, no, they, 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 like, um, this past Thursday, they're still hosting a community, uh, team rocket RLCS, um, uh, which is like kind of like how they view the community is like this, the, the, the team rocket, um, uh, community there. And so they'll like pick, uh, like even if pros sign up, pros can get paired up with like just regular old Joes. And like, Pro-Am type thing, okay. Yeah, so, and then, like, they, they just try to balance those teams mm -hmm. each um, to, like, so each each uh, team has, like, a relatively the same skill level. Right, right. So you'll have, like, They do that with, with golf. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I didn't know that about go golf. Yeah, yeah, they'll do a lot of, like, if they do doubles types things, they'll take, mm -hmm. the, they, they have, like, a rating system. Okay. And say you're rated from 1 to 100, you know. Yeah. You, they kind of make make it so the, the 100 player will have be paired with the one player. Okay. And so forth. And then so it all equals 50-50, theoretically. Yeah. All right. So, that's, yeah, it kind of makes sense that they do that kind of type thing there, too. Cool. Yeah. So, and and so and th it's a group of three there. And then you just kind of, like, play a, a st uh, standard, you know, tournament format there where it's usually, uh, like, you know, two losses and you're out. Um, so that's how it typically is with, with uh, Rocket League tournaments is, like, um, once you you're in the, you're on the upper bracket until you're not. When you lose a right. game, you get dropped down to the lower bracket, and then if you lose the second game, you're out of the tournament completely. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's this is all fascinating, and I I really need to walk around. I haven't even walked around to check this stuff out yet. Yeah. It's just it's, I hear all these cool noises, all these people yelling and screaming, and mm -hmm. I need to check out what. See, like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, and and uh, like I think that's the uh, Black Ops Four uh, Call of Duty because uh, I, I, you know once they started getting up, they just got really. I was like, gee, okay, are, yeah. are y'all okay over there? <laughs> you good? Uh, nice. <laughs> if, is there a way, so? Do you make your? Is there like a step system to kind of? Do you have ambitions to be like a? a big caster like that that would be it, the goal is that a goal of yours yeah at, at some point you know it, it would it, i would love um because actually uh one of the guys on the rocket league uh, uh, his name is achieves tv and he's actually uh here in kansas city i didn't know that until oh, cool. like he responded to one of my tweets it's like hey we should have a rocket league land here in kansas city he's like as a person that lives in kansas city i have like, <gasps> nice so i was like ah yes please um so it is kind of cool to see that um you know you can have talent from all over the world, right? Uh, and all over the country, yeah. Um, and just you know, it, it part of it is like just having repetition and having a lot of content for, to be viewed, right? Um, I think part of it is also like you know, just how you grow, is being bold and just submitting that up application. You know, that's, that's you know. yeah. All you have to do is ask. Exactly. Is that how you got this? Like, how did you get this? Uh, how did you? become the caster to KC GameCon this weekend? Um, they, they put out a uh, shout-out on Twitter, and I was like, hey, I've got all this equipment over here. I think I can handle it for you. Really? Um, and then, cool. Uh, and then eventually um, there was kind of like a little bit of uh, confusion. I was like, uh, is there someplace I need to sign up? So eventually we did get a, a sign-up and then um, got uh, signed up for the Overwatch tournament there. Then the guy that signed up for the Rocket League tournament didn't have any of his equipment. So I was like, hey, you know what? We'll just do it on my my machine here. Come over here. I've got I've got this uh, blue Yeti. I've got a you know. Uh, yeah, you got a cool setup over there. Little microphone that can pick up more than one person at the same time. Um, just have to make sure that I'm not getting too much on the the gain, so I'm not you know having too much yeah. background noise. Yeah, there's a little bit with these. 
Yeah. I don't know. Is there? Have you listened to yours? Do you have you? You have any, Does yours sound like mine? Um. Yeah. I. I, I have listened to it, and uh, it's it's definitely one that I, I. I like to speak a little bit further away from from the mic. Um, yeah. Uh, I just didn't want to turn. The, I, you could do that with these. I just didn't want to turn the gain up because that's going to pick all the extra background no, I, noise. And, and and I think that's smart for, for what we're doing here. Because right. Uh, but like, unfortunately, with the only one mic, I'm like, I'm gonna try not to risk it a little bit, and like. It also gets that little realist is like, yes, we are, we are live, guys. Right. Yeah. This is, this is, I'm not stuck behind a studio. I'm, I'm here on the con floor. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping the beauty about this, this, this podcast is for me, because like I said, I'm usually in my own studio, mm-hmm. and so I think this will be. I hope people aren't annoyed by the background noise. I think they'll just be like, oh, these people are out actually doing it inside of a cool convention center. This thing is really. I'm having a good time here. This is really fun to watch all this stuff. And, and and I've seen like podcasters also at like uh, Planet Comic Con as well, like back to okay. like, back to the, the, those cons because like they'll like have like bean bags or whatever, and just like like a lounge area, and they'll just like sit around talking, and then or um, have a booth, and they just like uh, interview people that are passing by on the con floor that yeah. have uh, like I've done that a couple times, uh, just in in the cosplay. It's like oh, what is this cosplay over here? And so it's like it's a it's a fun kind of like you know almost yeah. you know like like, like trying to bring the you know, that that immersion of, of the con because. It, it, it is kind of a different experience, like being it at a con than like it just is. seeing pictures about it. Yeah, I've always seen the pictures. I've always wanted to do something. Like, I've always wanted to go to Comic Con, mm-hmm. but that just seems overwhelming to me. I feel like it's probably just I don't know. I'm I've, I'm ignorant to it, so I just but I think it'd be just so many people, and just, I don't know. It seems overwhelming to I, me. I think at some points it, it would, especially um, now with Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, it's a little it's 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 big. Yeah, but it's not too big. Okay, that's um, what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so like, as someone that gets like you know, a little bit of social anxiety, like, eh, so many people. Right. Right. No, it's it's. <laughs> I, I never really felt that way, and I've been times where I'm in cosplay as the Joker, and like oh, cool. I'm taking two steps, picture, two steps, really, picture, two steps. The joke's on you. <laughs> 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 all right. So it's like like all day, just like you know, barely getting anywhere I want to go. Yeah. Because everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, I love your characters." Oh, like, cool. Thank you, thank you. That's um, gonna be fun. Yeah. So, uh, so, th- 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 but even then, you, you never felt like it was too crowded. Um, like now, like the big ones, uh, like from New York Comic Con to San Diego Comic Con, probably the biggest one. You know, those are goals at some point to like maybe just just experience that. Right. Um, I, I think would be phenomenal. Like, and, and that's where you really see like like all the biggest names in cosplay uh, that make their own armor and have like these monstrous, th- these humongous armor pieces and the, these these just gorgeous costumes. Um, those are the ones that you know that everyone wants to shine out at, at like uh, San Diego Comic Con. What does it take to be like a big name cosplay? Like, especially if it's something with building. I know uh, a guy I used to work with. He's a local guy. Mm-hmm. Built a beautiful Iron Man. Yeah, it's beautiful. Is that? Uh, I might. I might actually know him. Was that Clay? No, his no? name's Brian. Okay. Um, but it's beautiful, and it's. Uh, and I would think it wouldn't take much more than just. Is that all it would really take to be a big, big cosplay? Is like. I mean. I mean, not See, not as far as like one, where it's you, but like if you could hide behind something mm-hmm. like an Iron Man or a Transformer or something. And to me, I feel like at that point, it, it's it. Part of it, I think, comes to like pop popularity. Like, what what makes you big is like you know people just actually, you know like a large number of people just have to really enjoy it and like. What's uh, big right now? Um, or who's big? Like what? Like what like character? The big, to what? me, the biggest the biggest name in, in cosplay is Jessica Negri. Um, you know, and she 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 gets commissioned sometimes even by Blizzard uh, to create um, like her you know, uh, characters for them. And most of her, her her stuff she she makes on her own uh, along with with her boyfriend. Um, will we'll sometimes help with some of it, but. 
most of it, it's like, um, like she, she's one that I follow. There, there are a lot of uh, cosplayers, and I can't remember you know, all the. <laughs> no, I mean like as far as characters. Like, are there any big characters right now that Popular. like that's like uh, super popular? I see a Harley Quinn over there. That's probably that, fairly. That's that's usually popular. That's, that's, that's usually Joker's got to be fairly popular. Standard fair, yeah. Um, a lot of those like you know typical um, DC or, or Marvel yeah. heroes, uh, but also a lot of like anime. Uh, anime, there, there's some really lo- lots of really popular, uh, and then like sometimes things will like come in waves. Um, like I don't know if you ever saw Bowsette. Uh, Never heard of it. Okay, um, so with the new Mario game that came out. Oh, uh, it's Bowser's girlfriend or wife or something. So uh, there's this <laughs> thing called Toadette in the game, and basically there's this like little crown that you put on on a female toad, and she turns into a version of that looks almost exactly like Peach. Okay. And then somebody made a web comic, like fan comic. Of like, uh, Mario got the girl again, and then Bowser has the the crown in his head, in his hand, puts it on himself, <laughs> and, and, and turns into this very peach-looking version of Bowser. Oh wow! Yeah, that's interesting. Let, let, uh, and, and 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 the uh, internet what? goes and does the internet things with it. What where um, was that on? What is that on? Like, uh, where would you find that? Like YouTube I, or something? Uh. Like I feel like uh, well, immature Tumblr. Um, I like, mean, how would I just Google it? Like yeah, I would just Google Bowsette, B O B O W S E T T E. And then there's also Booette now as well, which is like like the the Boo Ghost. All right. Yeah, and so like and, and it's becoming to this massive meme, and it's just. Like I may I may have brought you down a a. a uh, I love a good I love a good rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 like uh, these, these are about. Oh, okay. Ma- ma- make sure you have safe search turned on. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> oh well. Oh, it will get pretty, pretty crazy, huh? Well, yeah. if I see something, I'll, I'll flash away real quick. I don't know what I have turned on and turned off. I'm computer illiterate, sir. Yeah. So, so. So what am I? Oh, here's a. Is this a cosplay? Uh, cosplay. Uh, uh, Brow. Bow. Bowsette. Yeah. All right. She's. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and you'll see all sorts of. Uh, like Jessica Negri, and uh, also like she also do like. How is that hashtag? Is it the same? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Dang. So basically, like yeah, that you have the horns, you got the crown, and you've got studded black, you know, things and. and Holla at your boy Bowsette. Yeah. Dang, I yeah. am not mad at that one bit. Mm-hmm. Dang, holla, guys, go check. Well, if you're watching this on the YouTube version, you guys are seeing what we're seeing right now. I was like, and then just like, if you want to type in Jessica Negri, she did a really good, like, because she's got a great photographer in Ma- Martin Wong. Um, uh, so, Jessica Negri. Yeah, J- yeah. So, Negri like the uh, sushi, N I G R I. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, like I said, she's one of the most popular. Uh, Gee, I wonder why. Why is she so popular? This chick be popular. No, I, Without doing anything, yeah. Um, which, but that being said, Golly. like she's also really smart. She's really funny, oh. and she she actually yeah, like she's just genuinely good human being too. Like, like yeah. I've all had a look, to let me tell you something. All extremely dime piece chicks like this are always very funny actually, and sweet. That's and actually nice. Lindsay Elise right there. Oh, so Golly. she's another cosplayer. Ne- Jessica Negri. She is. Too, they all look the same. Wow. I mean, no. I, they, just, all, they, they, they dye look, their hair. but All white people look the same. Uh, uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that point. All right. So this is uh, Negri. Huh. Oh, my God. That is just not fair. That's not fair. Is this real? Yes. 
Yeah, so See, she, that stuff she, is interesting when these when the So she made all that. So Wow. I don't know how to make it bigger. Sorry. All right, fine. Wow. She made all that? That's that. She did it herself. Okay, good for her. That takes some skill. It does, yeah. She's, right there, she's relying more on the, just her really good looks. That's like some real talent right there. She mm-hmm. just happens to look good. Oh, so she's uh, the booette. Yes. Oh, funny. How, I wonder what got her into doing that. Um, I think one of her first ones uh, was actually for a, uh, for a video game, um, but... And, and then it just kind of took off from there because I, I think she was an official cosplayer for uh, like Lollipop Chainsaw Massacre or something like that. Uh, I forget what the actual name Is she of the Zelda game was. or is she Link? Link. Oh. Well, that's weird. Link's a dude. It's called crossplay, you know. So. Uh, oh, crossplay. Yes. You were mentioning something about that earlier off mic. Okay, crossplay. I didn't see. Yeah, I'm a layman, man. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. All right. So, so well, Link's always been, uh, Zelda's uh, that game. Zelda's always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. I grew up with that. Like, there, there's been a few crossplays I've considered, like Zarya from Overwatch. She's this big buff. Like in Russia, game plays you, and so I've just thought, like, yeah, I'll just be like my you know diary wimpy kid looking looking po- po- guy over here. Wow. Um. So Jessica Negri, holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. I am looking at you. You find me on the End of Talk podcast, and I'll get you on here. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, like, like her and and her boyfriend Ryan, both like very down to earth people. Like, and yeah, I, I had a, was very fortunate to actually get a chance to meet them oh, cool. uh, at Planet Comic Con, I think two years ago. So, right on. It's probably a fairly tight community, right? It's not a huge. Is it a huge community? Like, um, I I don't know if it's necessarily huge. Like, it, it's gr- it's a growing community. Um, not not to say there aren't their own detractors. Um, like there there's uh, one who. Uh, you know, there like with anything, um, she, she was uh, basically accused of uh, sexual assault and like and uh, yeah. like and, and harassment of, of her own fans, just like um, groping without permission. And uh, she was accused no, of that. No, no, no. Uh, oh. there, there's another one. Um, uh, name was Momokun, um, and basically the cosplay community, which is very openly and uh, very body positive. You know, anybody can cosplay, plain and simple. Right. Full stop. And she kind of you know started you know trash people's bodies. And, oh, okay. and 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 she just got dragged by the community. It's like you know we won't have that kind of touch. She was body talk. shaming. Yeah. Okay, that's rude. Yeah, and 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 that's it, rude. I mean, she knows what the community is. She knows it's mm-hmm. obviously a positive, fun community. Why would she do that? What what pissed her off to bring her bring her there? She must have gotten into some kind of fight or something that brought her there. Huh? She she actually kind of started blaming her her attention deficit disorder. So at that point, she's like you know not even ADD. Ma- she blamed ADD for yes. Yes. for so, for body so shaming people. I'm not saying that everybody in the cosplay community is is a good person. Like like I said, Momokun, sure. Momokun, I would not say that about. Um, but we're you know. Most of us, the majority of us, are able to say, "Listen, this is a toxic person right here. Okay. We need to kind of cut this from you know, from our community." And so, like, so yeah. if you get deep into it, there's always going to be a little bit of drama, as there is, sure. I think, with anything. Like, I'm sure well, poker has some sort of drama. Poker's nothing but drama. Are you kidding <laughs> me? But I know that's whenever you get these big communities, you're always going to have just whenever you get a population, yeah. there's always going to be a percentage that are just assholes you're just always going to get that percentage of people it's just that's mm-hmm. where people are if you have a hundred people one of them is going to be an idiot yeah so yeah i don't ever blame any specific activity because of a few select jerks people you know and it's just sad you know but that's what i do like about cosplay is that the vast majority of what you consider the, the leaders of it mm-hmm. are generally wholesome people right and, and they're like really just 
wonderful people to be around. Well, it seems like you guys are just wanting to have fun and make people smile. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what's I mean, who, who doesn't like that? Right. You know, that's the greatest thing. I mean, like, and, and it's that's contagious. You know, it's it's, it's contagious, and, and, and that's a good kind of contagion. Yeah. Yeah, and like for me, I kind of view it as like an expensive hobby right now, uh, you know, as with so many of my hobbies. Uh, welcome to this. I mean, <laughs> this is the most expensive hobby I've ever gotten into. Right. <laughs> like, and and for me, like, I also know how to scuba dive, so that's expensive. Oh right? wow! Like at some point, I want to learn how to fly planes. Like that's that's originally what I went to college for. It was to get my yeah. core credits and then transfer over to get the uh, aviation program at K-State Salina. Oh, cool. Um, then I switched majors to criminology and sociology, um, and so now here I am. Here you are, cosplaying it up and esports commentating it up. Yeah, so there's no telling what life will throw at you or what path you will go down. Yeah, and it just keeps on going. How old are you? 27. Okay, that's a good age. That's a fun age, man. Enjoy it. You're starting to become, I think... My, meta- my metabolism is slow down, so... <laughs> uh, you just got to work it a little bit harder. Yeah. Try to, working out sucks. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. I, especially if you want to continue to be a cosplayer. I imagine you want to be in shape, like like the, like the, all the time. There's probably a lot of a lot of uh, pressure on yourself to, to stay in shape, right? So fun fact: those uh, that that Milo cosplay, those pants right there, th- those I got at Mickey Surplus. Those are uh, vintage, uh, you know, Ar- Army Surplus pants right there. Nice. Uh, those are wool, um, and they're like two sizes too small for me right now. Yeah. Um, so like I got those pictures like that that picture is probably two years old uh, back when I still had a high metabolism and then like once I yeah. hit 25 it started slowing down it's like I, I've ballooned 30 pounds since then really oh yes must have been tiny because you're not a big dude now uh, well I'm actually like uh, f- f- uh, full honesty this is like I- I'm at like 195 ish right but you're now. tall yeah so well, six foot that's perfect yeah six foot 195 is like right where you want to be but like, like I, I think, like I used to be like a size thirty-two pin. Now I'm like close to the thirty-four. That's too small. That's too small. I'm five ten, uh, one seventy. I'm a thirty-two. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be six foot my my size. I'm. That's too small. You're right <laughs> where you need to be, man. You're good. I just need it. Ex- just don't let it accepted. go huge. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like, you know, maybe getting a little bit better definition in the core right now because it's, oh, it's. We all need that, right? Yeah, and and and, and it photographs better. It so. does. Yeah. Well. Just keep wearing. Uh, that's the nice thing about winter time. Yeah. You just wear heavier I mean, stuff, and you can fake people. But that's my own body dysmorphia. You know, we all we all have our own things that we're all a little self, you know, self-critical about. Don't we all? Uh, so when does your e-commenting uh, commenting thing start today? Like, how much longer you got to that? Right. So I'm actually going to be uh, at five. Uh, don't know what time it is now because I left my cell phone somewhere else. It's 1.40. Oh, jeez. We got so much time. Cool. So I'm probably going to be uh, streaming on my own Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash JT Displays. Um, J- spell it out. J-T-D-I-S-P-L-A-Y-S. Okay. Although in the program they have me listed as JT Designs. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Right. <laughs> um, but I'll probably do that, chill out, and just hang out with people that want to join me there. Uh, then at 5 o'clock I will be uh, – com- uh, what's the word? Uh, I'm seeing the uh, cosplay contest Cool uh, Over there on the main stage And then at 7, I believe Is when we officially kick off the Overwatch uh, stream Which I'll be uh, casting That's going to be fun And commentating on So where can we watch that? That's at your Twitch? I, on your Twitch? Yeah, so my Twitch will be hosting it But okay. the official oh, okay. channel right. uh, Will be uh, K- KC Game On O W. 
is the Twitch channel name. OW. Yeah, OW for Overwatch. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. We just go to KC GameCon in Twitch, and you'll be able to find the channels there. KC Game On, not KC Game On. Yeah, not GameCon. Oh yeah, yeah. It's GameCon. Yeah, I always yeah. make that mistake, but it always pops up for me when I'm doing it on Twitter. Yeah, no, they they they, they get very they, they uh, laid down their, they send on emails like make sure everything says get Casey Game On because we're the organization that's putting it on. Casey Game Con is just what we're doing. So gotcha. Yeah, it's that extra C. That's that. That C is a real C. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I appreciate you, man, coming on here. Oh, dude, absolutely. I loved it. I had a good time. Good. Maybe we'll do this again after uh, you do your little thing. We can talk about how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, this was uh, a really good time. And how can people find you? Like, on Go ahead and pimp your stuff. Do it, Say whatever you want to say, and then we'll get on out of here. All right. So, Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash displays D-I-S-P-L-A-Y-S-K-C. Because uh, the other JT displays is actually a graphics company in uh, the UK, though they never use their Facebook page. That's not here. I digress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, again, you can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash JT displays. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is JT underscore INKC. That's at JT underscore INKC because I'm here in Kansas City. Nice. I took, like, I, that was, as soon as Twitter came out, I, I grabbed, I hopped on that username. Nah, I was yeah. like, that's going to be, I'm going to need that at some point. That was like back when I was still in high school. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. I've, I've had one of my names since high school too, and that was a real long time. Mm-hmm. All right, my man, I appreciate it. And uh, let's go enjoy this uh, game con. Yeah, good luck with the rest of the podcast, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Listen to Neanderthal. Say what?